May 15th, Flyover Live. It's the Roast War Championship, RWC Anderson. That's right. The Warriors of the Roast War Championship are bringing the cage to Anderson on May 15th. And you will see the Dead Dancing Bear, Patrick Murray, versus DJ Dangler in the main event, plus many other amazing battles. See comic versus comic inside of a steel cage. You, the audience, get to decide the outcome. And if you're not happy, you're welcome to throw some popcorn at the cage as well may 15th check out roastwarchamp.com or at roastwarchamp on facebook for more information this, this is going to be the intro to you guys fucking giggling i love it i love it oh my lord <laughs> welcome to uncle buck's house i am your host kyle buck I do have a co-host. His name is Nick Oaks. He's one of my best friends in the world. Ah, what were we laughing at? Our producer and host with the most over here at Flyover Studios, BJ. The BJ. Um, anything goes here. We have some very fun things going on, some fun conversations all the time. Conspiracy corner. Zero six, zero six, zero six. The mark of Take the beast. out the zeros. Yeah. That McDonald's is the devil. She's like, real glad I gave these guys a show. Yes, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Uncle Buck's house. Um, We are excited to have you guys back. Um, After a week off, uh, Nick just got back from Florida, and uh, okay. we're, we're going to dig into that, uh, his trip in a little bit, because it looked like a whole lot of fun, man. Some crazy shit. You came down. back to some dog shit weather. Man, fuck this place. Man, it... Uh, God. It's, it, it really is, like, so fucking annoying. However, if I had to be getting over a, a, a toe injury... I'm glad that I'm doing it, you know, while it's raining outside and, uh, you know. I had to stand in the rain for an hour and a half to watch a soccer game today. Yeah. Yeah. If I'd have been healthy, I would have gone and played disc golf today. Fuck but, all that. I mean, I, I would have gone to like a... 80 degree weather, crystal clear water, beautiful water. Yeah. Great food. I can't wait to get into it. But before we get into um, the rest of the podcast, I want to let you guys know where I'm going to be at. Um, As always, you can find me on Tuesdays doing uh, Top Live Trivia at Kettletop Brewhouse. Um, And then we will be back with um, free stand-up comedy at Kettletop. Next time we will be on April 21st. We will have Michael Wells um, from Dayton, Ohio. Uh, This guy, you've probably seen some of his jokes um, that he's uh, um, gotten tons of shares over the course of COVID. He's just written some of the best jokes like um, and tweets. You know, so many comics are putting jokes and tweets, and this guy is just a master joke writer. I'm excited to get him into Kettle Top. That's April 21st. And then we have um, Thad McKee coming in on May the 12th. And then we have uh, uh, Alex Eakin coming in on the um, 26th of May. So uh, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, and then I'm going to be, uh, in April 30th, I'm doing a roast battle um, against Devon Shoemaker in uh, Evansville. So go get those tickets. RWC Evansville um, disable. Uh, but the... Um, uh, the headliners are in wheelchairs and they're going to be uh, <laughs> roasting each other. It's going to be awesome. And the name is oh perfect, by the way. God. Disable, like dis, like a, like a joke. Do you know how many people's going to want to be upset about that, but they can't be? 
well, yeah, you just got to go. Yeah, you got to go to see what it's about. You know what I mean? You just got to roll with it. That's, yeah, just roll with it. <laughs> exactly. I hope they come out to rolling, 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 rolling. Move, yeah. bitch. Get out the way. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and then on May 15th, you can catch me back in Anderson doing the uh, uh, RWC Anderson. Those tickets are on sale now at roastwarchampionship.com and or theflyover.com. And then you can also um, see me May 22nd. Get out and get your tickets. Uh, we're going to be just south of Indy, just south of... Um, you know uh, the, the the Greenwood area and would love to see as many people as I can out May 22nd when I'm opening for Chris Kattan um, SNL alum um, so yeah plugs are out of the way and uh, let's go ahead and dive into your trip to Florida so you you um, already you said you ran into some dog shit with the uh, uh, with the rental car and stuff but you guys get down to Florida you get checked in like how's how quick till you were at the bars like how fast was that turnaround so we went to miami the first night and we didn't get there until later in the afternoon and um we thought we were going to be able to go to south beach kind of hang out no they're on a curfew because somebody said that there were spring breakers causing havoc out there and so one of the buddies um that i was with his one of his co-workers or neighbors was down in Miami and he was like, there's no spring breakers down here. Yeah. They had no idea what the news was talking about. So it was either like local people or local gangs call, causing havoc or, yeah. or um, you know, just, you know, kids out for spring break in the area just causing havoc. I, I have no idea, but we didn't really get to get into Miami like I wanted to. Um, but the whole idea was to spend a night in Didn't Miami. Didn't exactly run into like a, a cartel and like, you know. So not on, <laughs> not the first night we were in Miami. Not the first night. <laughs> so I'll I'll get to that because that's the last night that, that we're in Florida and then we drive back. So so we go and we eat at this place called Flanagan's, which is super cool. Um, they, they had like half off drinks. Oh and, shit! Yeah, it was. Uh, we waited, so we sat down at eight forty-five. So, but before you go on, can I just say that, like, I don't know what it is about vacation, and maybe it's just like, but I've gone to vacation in like some super like Midwest spots too, like Miami's a big, you know, va- vacations Florida in general, but like even in like Minneapolis or like Iowa, there's something about like somehow I always end up in these bars or, or maybe this happens to you too, but I always end up in these bars that have like these insane drink deal, drink deals. Like the first opportunity I get, like I walk into a place or selling three for yeah. ones or some shit yeah. or like half off drinks. And it's like, okay, I get there's like a happy hour thing or like, yeah, you maybe have specials on certain drinks. Like a lot of bars do that, but half off dude, straight half up off three for ones or whatever. Every night, what? every oh. night after nine o'clock. Oh, every night after night. Oh, shit. Okay, so this place is just down all yes. the time. And the food was fantastic, um, <laughs> although the ribs were Florida ribs. They weren't Indiana ribs. What does that mean? They came from like the fucking cows in Florida. They obviously don't have shit to eat because there wasn't uh, many. There wasn't much meat all on thin, the bones. God yeah. damn. Um, no corn down there. <laughs> exactly. They're having to feed them just a bunch of scraps from the Everglades. <laughs> but the flavor was really good, and I and I got shrimp. The bones with it, of, of Biden voters. <laughs> That's probably what it was. <laughs> so, but we end up drinking way too much, and we were out way later than we wanted to. So we got on the road a little late to Key West. We were supposed to be in Key West kind of in the afternoon time, and we thought it was going to be a three-hour drive. It turned into like a five-hour drive. Dude, it was so long. Like with the with the way that the um, 
uh, rental cars went and the start of the trip before we even left. And then the traffic, we started our first day at Key West. Like we got to the Late. hotel and it was like already seven o'clock, eight You're o'clock. on your what? Second day of travel now. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck, man. Can we just get better... this vacation underway? Yes, please. So we go out the first night and, and we have a, we have a great time. We, we get a good dinner, good seafood. Um, I believe that's the night we went to uh, the spicy Cajun place that I posted mm-hmm. with all the, you know, shellfish that I'm oh, allergic yeah, to. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. I had on, so it was already cooked and most of it was already cracked, but they gave me gloves and everybody sure. had gloves. Yeah. I didn't have any reaction, so I think. I would probably want gloves just a probably. I mean. I probably would want some gloves regardless just because like it's so messy. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. You get get all those spices all over your hands. I, I wish w- they'd give me gloves at B dubs when I get the Thai curry wings. Otherwise you get like Oof. you know get the jalapeno get, hand, get yellow with the curry hands. Yellow fingers. Yeah. Yeah. So they um, look delicious though, by the way. Which which by the way, I'm I you guys posted regularly about your stuff and I'm just like this is I'm having fun watching you guys. Like I'm just on vacation with you, man. Yeah, it was um so so that 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 food like it was fantastic. It was like four kinds of shrimp and uh, spicy sausage. Um, it was like the you know the bowls that they have. Oh, here, the, the, the boils, the, yeah, yeah, boils. But it was fresh. They call them like, bowls. The the shrimp was just mm. it was so like uh, meaty. Like yeah. It, it, there, there wasn't a sponginess to it. It was nice. Firm. It was. It was. It was all really good. Yeah. So all of Duval Street is where we were at, and that's basically like, um, I don't know, a small. I've never been to Vegas, but like everything on Vegas is is on yeah. that one strip. That's kind of how Duval Street is, but obviously it's a fraction of that size. Yeah. And I think it's about. I don't know, maybe three miles long at most. It, it goes. It starts at one one end of the island and goes to the other. Um, so we walked down that and um, we got these drinks called they're called flying monkeys and they're slushy alcohol drinks and they put ice cream in them. And I didn't end up getting one until the last night because I didn't think they were going to be good. But I got the uh, dirty monkey, which is like a banana vodka drink and a chocolate vodka drink. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. It was they're so good. We're trying to get a slushy machine so we can make it here and just do it ourselves. Oh shit. That shit was fire. Did man. it come in a cool ass cup or something? Yes, it did. It came in a um uh like a travel bottle and you got to take it home and you could refill it and everything. Hell yeah. But everything is expensive. All there's all foreign like um like uh like the shops are owned by like Russian and um a lot of Cuban owners. Uh, yeah. The cigars were primo. We Hell got, yeah. We got really good cigars. I would love to get um, a stoke down there. So that that night, we, we, we stayed out a little late and, and, and drank a little bit. Um, but then the next day, we got up. Let's see. What was that? It would have been Tuesday. Um, Tuesday was a little event. Oh, we went snorkeling Tuesday. That's what it was. So we didn't stay out that late. We went snorkeling. And the snorkel, it was nice. But it was like the only day that it was going to be cloudy and we couldn't see really anything. The water was like really cold because it was cloudy. It was a it was a pretty cool, you know, like experience just to get out in the open. Hell water. yeah. Um, but we didn't get to see the stuff that we really wanted to see on the snorkeling trip. Um, but that night we got fucking lit. <laughs> I mean, we were out to like three thirty in the morning and there was a guy <laughs> 
there was a guy that got so drunk he um was in the strip club and the strip club people threw him out like he was running in and back and forth at him like talking shit to him and he threw him out and when he threw him out he, they threw him out into the street right in front of a um fire truck coming the other way the dude was like maybe three feet from getting hit by the fire truck it was oh, insane shit. It was insane. That's and, like something from a movie. Yeah, and what's crazy is there's not really many cars that are going down that because they yeah. have scooters and they have golf carts. They bl- and there's probably so many people walking, they probably tell people not to drive down it. Yeah, because like the island's not that big. You could literally, it, like if you wanted to, you could walk from one end to the island to the other in, sure. in one day probably. Absolutely. So that, that was the craziness that night that happened. Um, and then the next night, um, or in the, ne- the next morning was rough because I had nine tequila and tonics i think holy fuck <laughs> and i didn't i had no idea um and we um uh there was something else i can't even remember but we were eating these this this pizza and i was so drunk that i couldn't really feel how hot it was and i was so hungry i ate it and i just it like it, it didn't affect me everybody yeah. else's mouth got burnt i burnt my mouth so bad that i had a blister on the front of my tongue for the rest of the trip after that that's that's how drunk i was oh, so shit. i woke up the next morning at 9 a.m i feel like shit we're going fishing on the deep sea fishing trip so i'm taking emodium i'm taking dramamine yeah i'm taking hydration pills yeah like i am trying to just get myself better i shit like four times before <laughs> <laughs> on the fishing trip, like all of just the tequila uh, is yeah, like just dude. A, it's you got to like sh- crap the booze cleanse. out, dude. You got to crap the booze out. So, so we go on the fishing trip and we get there, and there's a fucking three hundred pound bull shark sitting right in front of us, and the people before us caught a female bull shark, and we think she was pregnant. Um, so we go out. And it's six miles out into the ocean. It took about 45 minutes. The waves were crashing everywhere. And it was like one of the bumpiest rides ever. I'm so happy I took that drama meet. Yeah, dude. It, it was rough. But when we got there, we just started catching shit immediately. And um, one of my buddies hooked a barracuda right away. And they got it up to the water. And he chomped down on the line and broke the line. And then, um, then my other buddy hooked another barracuda and um he he got it or i'm sorry right after the first barracuda is when um i hooked a goliath grouper and i didn't know it was a goliath grouper there was two people who that's the type of shit that eat some sharks like that dude they're like they can get between three to six hundred pounds yeah dude they're fucking massive so when when i had it you know like there wasn't much you caught me bro Jesus like like i'm just saying for a range i'm just saying for a for a range like i'm in that range like, you, i mean yeah, i'm in that range so like so like technically yeah bro like Yo, that's a that's a fight underwater this fish moved like fucking mike tyson dude i couldn't because even imagine the whole thing is a giant muscle the uh, guy was looking at me and he was like all right now now get your pole up and when you go down you reel as hard as you can and so i did that and as soon as i pulled up he fucking took off and the the uh, reel just started just yep, spinning. I thought, I thought smoke real. was going to come out. I, li- I literally thought I hooked Jaws. I, my, my biggest fear of all time, I couldn't get through the, 
the ride at Universal. So did as a you kid. have the belt with like no. the the, the no. wet? Oh, All I had shit. was the pole. That's oh, it. Oh shit, dude! Because the pole that I was using and it wasn't, was a deep sea pole or no? It it was a deep sea pole, but it wasn't the pole that they used to to catch Goliath groupers. Oh, so you were just you were just under you were uh, yes. yeah you were underarmed. So as soon as it took off. I go flying forward and I'm like inches from going over the boat and the dude is like, he's, he's grabbing me, pulls me back and he's like, oh my God, you got a fucking grouper. You got a Goliath grouper. And what happened is when they get hooked, they shoot off. We were right under a sea wreck or a shipwreck. Oh yeah. And that's where they live is inside the ship. And it took off into the ship. And he was trying to tell me just to, as he said, as much as you can pull as much as you can so that it does not get into the ship. And so when I got into the ship, because there was nothing yeah. I could oh, do with sure. that pole, yeah, yeah, yeah. it basically, the, the, the line got snagged on the ship and it, and it broke the line. Yeah. And man, I have never felt any kind of power like that before in my life. Yeah, dude, that's nuts. However, literally two minutes after I hooked that, my good buddy, our good buddy, Charles, who, yeah. who's been here on the podcast. Shout out Charles Nance on the podcast, yeah. Hooks his fish. We have no idea what it is. They think it's a it's a bull shark, or I'm sorry, they they think it's a Goliath grouper, um, but it didn't take off. Like it was just fighting. It just took off into the deep, and so they were like, "Oh, you might have a shark," but they had already caught a shark. And there's the odds of catching two sharks in one day really never happens. So Charles fights this fish for 30 minutes straight i literally have it on camera now does he have the deep sea pole and all that stuff he he yeah. has a bigger pole but it's it, it i mean it's it, it's a pole you can bring the shark in on but it's um still wasn't one that we could use like for the belt yeah so they had these little studs that you put these rubber studs that you put on the end of the pole and you can put the pole on your hip yeah and you can reel that way one of the problems was I'm a left-handed reeler and all yeah. the poles are right-handed. Yeah. So that that was a big issue for me that day. But anyways, Charles, I have like 38 or 40 minutes of him on video just sticking with this fish and reeling this fish. And he's on one knee. Like he about get, gets pulled in a few times and he is just completely spent. So then he hands it to our other buddy, Justin, and he gives it another five or 10 minutes and he had just got done fighting another fish. Yeah. And then they give it to me and I... So I was fighting the grouper around the same time that he actually caught the fish and he was dealing with that while I was dealing with the grouper. Yeah. And then about 30 minutes after I get done with the grouper, I get on the pole to try to help a little bit. Yeah. So three people have went through the pole. We're about 45 or 50 minutes in to this just one Fight. fish yeah. and I'm reeling and reeling and reeling and it's not moving, but I, it, basically the fish was just laying in water. So what, how, whatever it was, it was just dead weight. And I was trying to reel it up, but it was so heavy. I couldn't even, I, I was basically just making sure he didn't get any more, any more feet. Yeah. Of the, any more line. line. Yeah. yeah. So then we hand it off to our buddy, Nate and Nate brings it home. He spends about another 10 minutes with it and finally gets it up. And it's another fucking bull shark. Yeah, and it dude. took us an hour That's to reel this bull shark fucking in. nuts bro and then um then we caught another barracuda um then we caught a stingray um we caught uh we caught a red snapper and a yellowtail snapper um oh and we caught another black grouper which they're about 40 to 60 pounds and uh, but yeah man it was it was one hell of a fishing trip um Damn. and then after that we spent the last day um uh, or the that that night we went and partied 
um, until three o'clock in the morning again. And we get another drunk guy acting a fool, but it's a Coast Guard member who's acting a fool. And the club that we were in was called Rick's. And we don't know what happened, but all we hear is, oh, yeah? Hey, buddy. And we see this dude bend over. He So he bends over so that his ass is to the uh, um, bouncer. And he puts his hand underneath through his legs with the middle finger going up his asshole and he goes fuck you more and runs down the street like five steps does the same thing turns around flips him off like just the same between way. his legs like yep. he's hiking a football yells fuck you more runs off for another i don't know 10 five steps or five or ten steps turns around does it again fuck you more so the whole rest of the trip we were just yelling down this just fuck you more like it was the craziest thing <laughs> in the world just run it like he was fuck, he dude. was yards away from the from the club like nowhere near the club just yelling fuck you more a good five or ten minutes down the road jesus so we end up leaving and we get to miami and um we don't leave uh, Key West until like eight o'clock, so we don't get to Miami until midnight. It was a much faster trip. So when we get there, my wife and and and, and her friends, except for two of them, and and then Nate and it's myself who are outside. We hear these bikes, and they're I mean they're hauling ass. They got to be doing well over a hundred down the interstate. Oh yeah. And where our hotel was, it was like right on the corner with where the interstate exit comes off and the main road goes on. The only thing that's between us and the main road and the interstate is this line of trees. Well, we hear those those motorcycles get off the interstate, and then we hear some cars and some tire screeches, and then all of a sudden we hear pop 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 pop. Boom, boom. And dude, these booms were fucking shotguns. And it was the loudest thing that I had ever heard. So it was nines and shotguns that were being set off. And it was literally right beside us. Oh, shit, dude. It, it was so loud. It was literally, okay, so it was either, number one, it was a street fight that was going on. And it was two, two gangs going at it going down yeah. the road or it was like one of those territory claims where they ride like gangs will ride ride their bikes down roads yeah shooting their guns yeah letting other gangs know that this is their territory essentially or like or like we rode through your shit you know what i mean yeah. like, like that sort of thing yeah. yeah so i don't know what the fuck it was because the fuck, only thing dude. i did that's some gta shit i mean it's i not, just ran i yeah. like i i ran by I, I ran and tried to get behind a building and just tried to stay low because that I shit was so close like, yeah, dude, that is fucking insane. And it's fucked like, me up for a minute. Yeah, dude. I mean, but you know that you hear stories about Miami. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if South Beach opens up, I mean, maybe. But yeah, it was. Uh, Miami wasn't anything special. Yeah. But, but Key West was beautiful, and it was a fun trip. But I'm happy to be back here for the time being. I guess. Absolutely, man. Well, I mean, it's, you know, it's good to have you back. And, uh, um, you know, we, uh, uh, well, I mean, I enjoyed my week off. Unfortunately, you know, BJ didn't have the best week off, but he'll get into that on his show. (laughs) Um, but, uh, uh, you know, glad to see you guys both back in the studio. We got uh, a couple cool stuff, a couple cool things to bring up. The first thing I want to bring up is, um, we watched, uh, Kong versus Godzilla 
which yeah yeah i checked that out as well um you know there's been a lot of you know isaac wise did a breakdown there's a lot of um you know breakdowns of this so we won't we won't get into too awful much detail but man i honestly just really enjoyed it um i thought it was now i i was in a in a uh trance yeah <laughs> i was in, in, in an altered state uh, uh when watching it however you know um it was still a lot of fun and it was a I, i've since watched it without <laughs> and it's a it's a good time um it was uh a lot of symbolism in there yes um the hollow earth theory the the firmament they mentioned in the very beginning you know when you know uh i mean i guess spoilers i mean we don't want to I don't know what's the rule on spoilers. It's been you know, out. Like it's been movies. out for like two or three weeks. If you, you know we'll I mean? probably talk about this, what five minutes? Fast forward five minutes or so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, no. They when when Kong is throwing trees into the you know Kong uh, observatory, you know, in the beginning mm-hmm. is is like a firmament. You know, it's like a Truman Show that they're keeping Kong in. That's mm-hmm. away from, uh, you know, Godzilla, and uh, you know. Godzilla freaks out and starts attacking mankind. We don't know why, and and all of a sudden Kong is uh, um, acting crazy. He, well, he, he he's the only defense. He's the only way. He's the only way to defend what now seems like random Godzilla attacks. You know, mm-hmm. um, and so Godzilla. You know, uh, they they take Kong. They sedate him and put him on a barge, and which is fucking crazy. Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't fly him in general. I don't I know mean, why you'd put him on water. Like, I, I don't know who. If you whose fly idea him, that was. you know, and he's in a and he's in I a guess net. You fly over people. Yeah, but if he's in a <laughs> net, he doesn't have something that he can, you know, that he has that that he can stand up on and fuck shit up on. Oh, he's an ape. You know what I mean? Like 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 he could definitely fuck fuck something up with a net. I feel like you can get to where you're going faster flying than you would on the water. Oh, definitely. Most definitely, yeah. I, I don't know why they didn't Which, fly him to begin with. Anyways, this is what they end up doing. At, For at sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. They fly him down to Antarctica, which again, you know, um, flat Earth, you yeah. know, theory talks about Antarctica and and, and the uh, the uh, um, you know the land beyond the yeah. ice wall, among, um, among other yeah other theories and then they go to the hollow earth which is also a part of this theory which is a part of this movie and he finds this dope ass um power axe which but rich i wanted to bring up what was interesting is how they got in to the hollow earth and i think we were both trying to figure that out i thought it was like a portal of some sort yeah but after you explained it um after you explained a scene that happens later um what i guess what would kind of make sense would it 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 would be like another firmament yeah it it would be like a a threshold that is between the regular earth and the and the hollow earth yeah that's the best way that i could see it because they made it seem like he was going into a portal and the portal spit like and then he's into this darkness is like nothing void this void and then that sucks him into another portal which shoots him out into this weird like water liquid stuff and they're just floating and then all of a sudden they're in the hollow earth yeah and gravity is all inverted screwed up and it's it's weird how they kind of display the difference because they start going one way then another way and then all of a sudden you know it's all good but meanwhile you know king kong didn't get fucked up at all yeah 
Like it, it was just there. There were a little th- little things like that that were weird about the movies, but other, like other than that, the movie was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, and like I mean, I need to. I guess I need to go back and rewatch it again because there's that point where, um, so you know, spoilers. Uh, towards the end of it, there's the ultimate battle that's coming of you know Kong versus, um, Godzilla. Um, you know what seems to be the final fight, mm-hmm. and um. Uh, Godzilla challenges um, Kong by shooting his laser through the earth to the hollow earth, mm-hmm. creating a direct path from the, you know, what it, wherever the, the throne of Kong is. Um, uh, and so he decides to grab this axe um, out of the ground that is, uh, that contains the same um, power, uh, uh, source that makes his laser that makes you know right, yeah. godzilla's laser um and so so it's the one thing that can actually fight against godzilla and not be destroyed by his radioactive yes. yeah, yeah yeah fire yeah. breath absolutely um and so he makes his way up to the surface which is weird because he just like climbs through yeah after all that you know portal and being shot through this darkness and everything like that yeah. was all skipped and it was just yeah he just climbed up into shot. into earth so i don't know if maybe there's like some sort of portal there that i i don't know but like that seemed kind of weird but yeah then they have a big fight and it looks like uh uh looks like godzilla wins mm-hmm. um beats you know shows um, shows a little i guess a little respect you know but well, I, I I think he just and well so so Kong like submitted and and so, and so er, earlier in the movie they say that you know you can you can make Godzilla think he's won by, by either submitting, by yes. submitting and so and so Kong had submitted at that point was actually yeah. about to die um, the little girl that can communicate with him um, you know could tell his heart was slowing down and so uh, um, I think it was um, Eric Skarsgård's character who like hooked up the you know oh the ship the ship to to it yeah to to um, it up and yeah to spark his heart and uh and he comes back to life and by that time by the time he's come back to life we've realized that uh the tech company that godzilla's been attacking is actually making a mecha godzilla yep and the reason why godzilla and king kong was acting weird was because this tech company had some kind of device that telepathically um made the two animals like want to go to that place and destroy it it was yeah. like it was like an annoying sound that, that that they were hearing and they wanted to get rid of it well so they were destroying everything in front of them yeah well and, and not only that but but like you know that like the way the reason godzilla and kong have a conflict is because there can only be one titan mm-hmm. and so as long as two of them exist there's going to be conflict and so um when uh godzilla attacked people they were like oh shit we have no other way to try and figure this out than to you know get kong involved and then come to find out exactly like you said it was it was because they were using the um the biological computer it was like an well and and what was interesting is is the the device was an eye it was like the all-seeing eye which what you're about to explain um there was a biological computer exactly and there was a human that Mm -hmm. was controlling this biological computer it was like he was transferring his consciousness into the mecha godzilla yep and so and so all of the parts of the mecha godzilla were 
man-made robotics um, and you know cyborg technology that was using um, uh, a a a human mind-controlled um, uh, uh, means of operation. Yeah. But what happens uh, that's so crazy is that all of a sudden it goes haywire. They figure out what's happening, um, and Millie Bobby Brown's character is a you know conspiracy theorist, and she listens to a conspiracy podcast, and like they of threw course. all that in there, you know. They, uh, um, but I also don't think you could work for a major um, tech company oh, like that yeah, and yeah. have an open conspiracy podcast. Well, like, well, the whole thing it was that nobody knew who he was as a conspiracy podcast. He he went by a pseudonym, and where he lived, he had it set up to where nobody could get into his oh, life. Oh, that's like, right. He he had a massive firewall around his stuff to where yeah. nobody could hack. But into but he also stuff. says like, I work at this place for this. It's like someone could track that down. Yeah, you know probably, what I mean. Probably. And, but you know, so so like it's it's just didn't seem like the type of guy who's you know it was for just sure. it was just weird they portrayed that he would not be able to work at the NSA. Yeah, 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 for sure. And so um and so yeah they uh end up like um launching Mecha Godzilla before you know um like it's ready and when that happens they like fuck up some tech and it becomes autonomous like all of a sudden this guy's not controlling it anymore the 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 guy who was you know kind of designing the whole thing is no longer running it and it's running on its own and all it knows is what godzilla knows and that's kill the other titans and it's significantly taller than than godzilla It's it's metal like it's giant metal and it now has that um uh, part of them going to the middle of the earth was giving this tech company that now has Mechagodzilla that resource that yeah. gives him the radioactive breath. Now there's this giant robot Godzilla that has that same power yep. to, um, you know, go nuts. And then, boom. So what was interesting about it is we were talking about Kong and Godzilla being the light and the dark, but in reality, what the light and the dark was, was the Godzilla and Mechagodzilla. That's yeah. what we didn't talk about in the car. Well, because the Mecha Godzilla, instead of breathing blue radioactive fire, he was breathing red radioactive fire. And yeah. In my opinion, that was the transhuman against the natural. And that was gonna that that was yeah that's the ultimate yeah that, that's the ultimate point I think of the movie was the uh, was the ultimate battle of so Kong and Godzilla team up against yes. Mecha Godzilla because they knew that like they they just as organic species knew that this artificial motherfucker could not stand right and that you know um even though godzilla was was poised that's why godzilla attacked these places because he was being challenged as a titan and had to protect the people and the only way he knew to do that was to attack the other titan and yeah they fuck up all of tokyo I mean, they fuck up all of this other Japanese city. Yeah. You know, the fight scenes were fantastic. And they really were. They, they, they were dope. And, um, you know, uh, yeah, they, they end up defeating, um, Mecha Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla and, uh, Kong takes his rightful throne as, uh, um, Titan of the hollow earth. And yeah, it's kind of a true, like they kind of have a truce. Absolutely. Like, this is about, Kong, and it ends in the balance. Yep. Kong, for sure. Kong is the inner earth and Godzilla is the outer earth. And they, they kind of roll, um, you know, they, they kind of roam those realms and for they're, sure they're the protectors, but it was, it was crazy how they put like all of the, you know, conspiracy, I guess, yeah. for lack of a better word, um, lingo into the story. I think so much, you're going to see so many movies with all of that in it now. Yeah. Dude, everything we, that's come out of that is I, is going to be is going to be so heavy in every. I mean, look at look at you know the like like seriously two years ago, two three years ago, I don't think Lil Nas X would have caused the stir that he is now. 
Oh no! You know, because just because, like, you know, there is that that whole sort of you know taboo around that. But so one of the reasons we wanted to talk about Godzilla, one of the reasons I want to talk about it specifically, is not only because I thought it was a good movie and you should watch it, but the transhuman sort of aspect of it um, is you know so much more real than than a lot of people want to realize. And specifically, I'm talking about Neuralink, um, and uh, that was something I was excited to bring up today. Um, because just earlier this week, um, they released a video in which uh, Neuralink technology is being used to train and and um, allow a monkey to play Pong, uh, the Atari game, with its mind. Um, no hand on a joystick, nothing more than the Neuralink communicating with the TV game computer. Um, to determine where his eyes are wanting to move the cursor. Um, and so because the, the yeah, it, we're, we're going to listen to this guy explain it. Um, it's only a couple minutes here. This guy's a very British soothing face. British voice, so if you're laying He's in bed listening to this. Who had a Neuralink placed in each side of his brain about six weeks ago. The macaque. If you look carefully, you can see that the fur on his head hasn't quite fully grown back yet. He's learned to interact with a computer for a tasty banana smoothie delivered through a straw. There's a straw like directly in his mouth while he's playing. Simply by pairing them to an iPhone. Just as you might pair your phone to a Bluetooth speaker. The links record from more than 2,000 electrodes implanted in the regions of Page's motor cortex that coordinate hand and arm movements. Right now, the monkey is moving a ball into a box with the joystick. Yeah, they're they're calibrating the Neuralink by just seeing how he moves a ball into the these uh, highlighted targets. By recording from many neurons and feeding their activity into a decoder algorithm, we are able to predict Page's intended hand movements in real time. First, we calibrate the decoder by recording neural activity as Pager uses the joystick to move a cursor to targets presented on the screen. As he's playing this game, we're wirelessly streaming, in real time, the firing rates from thousands of neurons to a computer. <laughs> They're wirelessly reading his Using neurons firing on a computer just feet away. By mathematically modeling the relationship between patterns of neural activity and the different joystick movements they produce. After only a few minutes of calibration, we can use the they now have the joystick the unplugged. Move the cursor yeah. Instead of the joystick. Pages still moves the joystick out of habit, but as you can see, it's unplugged. Yeah, they straight up unplugged it. So the, the cursor entirely with decoded neural activity. Decoded neural activity means his mind. He's controlling the cursor on the screen with his eyes and his brain. To use a computer or phone. The hand on the joystick is just a thing for him to do, so he feels comfortable. Because they wouldn't be able to move a joystick. They would calibrate the decoder by imagining hand movements to targets. One of the things the Neuralinks allow Pager to do is to play his favorite video game, Pong. To control his paddle on the right side of the screen, Pager simply thinks about moving his hand up or down. We've removed the joystick altogether. Now that he's up to speed, let's increase the difficulty and see how well Pager can play with the Neuralink. So while he's playing with no hand on any joystick, he's he knows that his eyes are controlling his 
paddle, is and he's just sucking on a smoothie because he knows if he <laughs> does well, he's going to get a smoothie. Pavlov's law. Pavlov's dog. Pavlov's law. Pavlov's law. It's not magic. The reason Neuralink works is because it's recording and decoding electrical signals from the brain. That is fucking magic. In real time. Great game, Pager. That's like, what's nuts. Better like, for a here's the thing. Than a banana. Here's the thing. Is we still have challenges spanning many fields of engineering. <laughs> this guy's voice is so just... It really is. It really is a super calming... Now, this is also ultimately a recruiting video. At the end of it, they're like, if you've got a smart mind and you can contribute to this, you should give us a call. And it's like, you <laughs> know... Only if you have that voice, though. Yeah, exactly. You must speak like us so we won't let you speak at all. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, so, so like... Uh, uh, like it's it's so nuts like they say this is not magic okay the, i guess then the only difference between science and magic is science is explainable you know what i mean like because what he's doing right now is essentially what you would think of magic you're i'm able to control what's on the screen with my mind like that 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 in its base root is is magic now the only thing that makes it science is we're able to just explain the process and doing that thing and it's like uh it's like you right. know what yeah th th this is just explainable magic like um, yeah like essentially gravity is magic but yeah it's, but it's a magic that we don't know how to explain we just yeah. know that it's there yeah and this is something like like elon musk tweeted and said that eventually somebody with Neuralink who's a paraplegic will be able to handle their phone and type faster than somebody who physically can type on their phone. Yeah. And, yeah, and not only that, they can navigate their entire phone at a, at a, at a warp speed compared to someone using their thumb. Yeah. And, and you know, um, he said that he wants to, uh, uh, eventually like the next, um, application behind that, um, would probably be to reconnect the way that the brain fires in um, the limbs of paralyzed people mm -hmm. and that you know the, the Neuralink can just you know the way you would update any other wireless technology you could update it with a new program in which this program is connecting your um, whatever uh, incomplete part of your um, uh, brain stem or, or your neurological system that is allowing that is requiring you to be paralyzed can just be repaired electrically through yeah. um, a signal emitted by the Neuralink that reignites that part of the brain and that's fucking insane to me and he also talked about how it could uh, start refiring the parts of the brain that, that if someone has brain damage causes blindness if mm -hmm. someone has brain damage and causes deafness if someone has brain damage um, or just you know neurological um, yeah, disorders over time like Alzheimer's TBIs. yes um, there's a possibility it could help with PTSD yeah um, so I mean there's depression anxiety like there's like a, a lot ton of, these of benefits that that obviously could come from this but there's also a lot of negatives, you know, mm -hmm. I think I think the best way to look at it is, you know, people thought the Internet would be a great thing and it is. But I don't think people that created it thought that there would be a dark web as well. Yeah, because that's real. And that's that's the inverse of the mm -hmm. Internet. And that's where the child trafficking yeah. and, you know, the guns, the red rooms and, and the nasty. shit. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where you find, you know, evil and. <sighs> You know, it's the same thing with this. There's there's always a positive and a negative. And Elon Musk has has actually um, acknowledged it and said, you know, I know this is a possibility. I just hope nobody does it. 
Yeah, but, <laughs> like that's but the other thing you have to look about. So you have we only use certain parts of parts of our brain. Neuralink's a great thing, though, but that also could raise the intelligence of a lot of us around us. Yep. And the thing about that, though, that could change the balance of wealth, and we don't want the balance of wealth yeah. ever to change. Not saying I don't, that's sure, not, but we really don't want ever that to change. Yeah. Think about it, if you if you have people that are geniuses on Wall Street, and then like, oh, okay, let's just tap into this in your Neuralink, and then you can then now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 that's a possibility. And another possibility is where they require everyone, like let's like they they perfect Neuralink, and now can now they not can only help people who are paraplegic, but they can also just help a normal person be able to think faster, um, be able to make a decision without you know all the clutter, without the second guessing, and just be sharper. Your brain works at the speed of a computer figuring out you know code in a in an instant of a second um and you know that could be something that everyone would be required to get because it would help boost the economy is what they would say well but then that would that is that is when the socialist economy would be like put into place for sure because yeah. everyone would be the same everyone would want to be treated the same there would be a, a, a universal income um there would be subs- sub subscription based living um people would not own things because you know every everything would be for everybody because everyone would have the same uh, the same abilities i i think it's going to look very different i think there are going to be some neural links that are available to rich people i think there's going to be neural links that are available to poor people i think is there and Mm -hmm. and i think it's going to be one of those things that's going to be incentivized i don't think you're going to have to force anyone to get any of this it's going to be one of those things where like like we're seeing it right now with the vaccines Mm-hmm. Like, like there are so mean, so many people going out and getting the vaccines, which is fine. You know what I mean? Like I am always been and always have, and always will be 100%. If you want to go do that thing, you, you know, go do it. And, and, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you think that, uh, you know, um, that's going to be something that helps you live life to the fullest and then, then by all means do it, you know what I mean? And, uh, I just respe- respectfully ask that you allow me to do the same, um, yeah. when I, when I don't run out and get it. And, you know, I've been asked by a few people, you know, do you have your vaccine yet? Do you have your vaccine yet? And I, do I really think that these people are going to judge me? Um, but, but no, I, I just tell them not yet. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I, um, you know, and I don't know that I would always be 100% opposed to it. You know what I mean? However, you know, I don't see a reason logically to get a vaccine for a illness with a 97 plus percent survival rating. Yeah. And that's even being, you know, overweight and having the health complications that I do from that. You know what I mean? I understand that comorbidities are, are a bad thing, but, um, that are, are different with that. However, you know, I have, um, been out and about and doing shows within whatever capacity that, you know, is allowed, um, you know, since, since, you know, May of last year, we, you know, and it's like, um, in, in the middle of the pandemic and it's like, you know, I, I was around a lot of people and there are a lot of people in our town that don't wear masks, you know what I mean? And, and it's one of those things that like, you know, I, I felt like, um, everyone was being sensible in what they were doing and we, you know, we're able to be lucky, you know what I mean? Or, but at the same time, you know, um, hearing about the way it affects everyone so, so differently, 
you know, maybe I did have it at one point and I just, maybe I'm not aware. Or maybe I just, I just had it and didn't show symptoms. Like they, they talk about how, you know, it was kind of on all these things, but because of that, they could come in and for biometrics reasons, be like, we need, like, like, like this could be a way that they could, you know, incentivize people to get it. You know, if you get a Neuralink, like this vaccine passport or whatever, you know, you won't have to carry around this vaccine passport. You won't need to carry this around. Right, right. It, it's going to be your new phone. Yeah. People are going to want to get a Neuralink like they would get a new phone. That's that's what I think it's going to be. I think they're going to have a way to stream your media. Like they, he's already talked about a way to access and replay memories, mm-hmm. potentially delete them. Fucking which is, which Black is, Mirror. Like there was yeah. literally an episode of people where you could go through your memories and fast forward and yeah. and rewind and and people could be also like, eternal well, sunshine of the spotless mind too. I actually haven't seen that. Well, I, I did, but it, it was I saw it a long, a long time, time ago. Yeah. But I, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, man. There's so many possibilities from this, um, good and bad. Yeah, and that that's kind of scary in itself. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, there's there's definite good. There's a there is a point of no return yeah. <laughs> when it comes to that. There is like like you know it's it's going to be one of those things where um, I think it was I can't remember who put it on their Instagram or whatever, but someone said that you know at some point in the not too distant future, humans on another planet are going to have to talk about how we left Earth and how we originated, how humans originated on Earth, and that whatever planet they're on now, you know they're going to have to explain what happened to their, to their land. And, and it's one of those things that like, that like, um, and, and my biggest concern is, is not necessarily, I'm, I'm not talking about a, you know, conspiracy theory. I'm talking about just the ability that it can be hacked. Yes. It's connected to the internet. It has to do regular updates. It charges wirelessly. It's like it, a Tesla. Like it's, it's going exa- to exactly. It's going to be a smart chip in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, I, I honestly think, um, if if this goes through and it happens, I think it's the beginning of the end for human for the humankind as we know it. Potentially, and sure. I think that um, I think Elon knows that we can't make it that far. Yeah. Um, as a human species, because you know, unless we can jump from you know one planet to the other, um, and I'm I'm no scientist at all, but I just feel like with the way that we're made. And with the amount of speed we would have to use and to get from one solar system to another, mm-hmm. um, I just don't think we would last mm-hmm. in, in space to even make it there um, unless we find some kind of, you know, technology that preserves our bodies. Not yeah. like our minds would be fine. It would have to be some sort of like, like. Yeah, placenta sack thing like from the matrix it, yes, or some shit. exactly to where we don't decompose over time because yeah. we're not in you know an atmosphere um, put like four generations of people um like the fittest of all kinds on a plane on a fucking ship and shoot them to yeah. a new planet yeah but if you have isn't that what that movie with, with jennifer lawrence and christopher pratt was and they like woke up on accident right yeah it was um Oh, what was that called? The fuck was that movie? I don't remember. I want to say Interstellar, but I know it's wrong. No, yeah, it wasn't Interstellar. But yeah, it's it's nuts, man. The the whole transhuman, uh, like like, and and when we say transhuman, we don't mean transsexuals. We mean like like merging of machine and 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 human. Yeah. And you know, like like even in Godzilla, like they they instinctively knew, and I understand it's fucking Godzilla and it's fucking King Kong and it's a movie. I get that, but. <laughs> 
they 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 knew and they reacted um, biologically, which I think a lot of people right now are acting biologically to not wanting to be a lab rat when it comes to this vaccine. Right. Everyone who I've talked to, some of the most some of the most liberal people that I know that are Biden voters, you know, and and are generally you know like you know all for the mainstream, you know, like like. They're just like I don't know that it's ready. Like it's it's hard to. How can something be ready that fast? And and safe. Yeah, and safe. safely. That's safely. where I'm at. Like like I have no qualms that they probably were able to put something together that is effective against this strain of coronavirus. You know yeah. that jumps it from like a 97.8 survival rating to like a 98.4 whatever. Yeah. You know. Um, but but do you know how you don't have to worry about that? And you know how you don't have to worry about um, space travel is if you use. N- if you use Elon's technology, um, and you know we're we're all in this neural link um, consciousness, I guess you know because uh, all the data that we have is going to Elon Musk, yeah, or um, or whoever, yeah, whoever owns those servers, yeah, they're they're definitely if you're going to be able to to send thoughts through Neuralink, Neuralink's going to have a, a, the ability to kind of like have access to yeah, that shit, so. and and similar to the monkey, and you know the data being recorded uh, at real time, and the way that, and it's similar to the way that they use AI to make songs now. Yeah, like we were just talking about it with Amy Winehouse, and I think they've done it with Tupac and 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 some other people. Yeah. Um, um, with the data that they've got that they've received from all their other songs they were able to predict what a song from these artists would be like absolutely and that would allow them to then later on upload consciousness because mm-hmm. they would be able to predict all this stuff because you have Neuralink and you're sending them all this data they would be able to recreate you and put you into a machine or put you into something that could travel the universe and not have to worry about physical breakdown and in the yeah. physical ailments that we have and man i'm i have listened to a lot of interesting stuff recently and read a few um articles that have me kind of leaning towards the idea that man that, that it's all interdimensional that like you know the the universe while it certainly exists in a physical state in a physical state um that it's that it ultimately allows travel interdimensionally and that you know any and all visitations that we have are mainly interdimensional and that the you know flying saucer ideas is, is you know propaganda um which is which is super interesting because like that would just make so much more sense to me as to why and how you know like like even the stuff that the pentagon has put out you know what i mean like that shit felt so just blah yeah like Like, 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 here's these ufos is yeah it's like now that it's confirmed it's like you know people don't care if they see something weird they're just like well i mean the 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 pentagon said it was there you know what i mean like you know i i don't know man um but yeah i think it's i think it's important to to hold on to the to the human side of things you know and 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 life is all about um balance and you know um uh you know it's just crazy the the the, ch- the the times are changing and, yeah and it's um you know m- maybe maybe this whole life that we're in is a metaphor you know we're we're in a physical world well what if this physical world is is changing to you know a cyber world like the computers that we work on and yeah. and, and that's what we're supposed to change into and it's just this it's just a, a massive metaphor for something out there that is 
controlling this or maybe not controlling it. I, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, no. Well, see, <laughs> I, I mean, I think that, I think that you know, w- when you kind of cross that bridge and you take it out of the, uh, you know, the, the, the natural realm, I think that that can, you know, it can give a, give a lot of power to people who shouldn't have it, which I think is kind of the, the ultimate downside of increasing technology. You know, it is a, and, and one of the things that, uh, you know, keeps the balance in that technology is is you know having that human element um i don't know man i would just uh i would be weary of uh, of neuralink now if you're paralyzed or know someone who's paralyzed by all means don't you know not tell them about it because you know it's i i th- this is also like worst case scenario but like you know the writing's on the wall unfortunately with the vaccine passports i think that's a matter of time like there was that earthquake in and where was I? I don't know. There, there, there was an earthquake earlier this week in yeah, like in the, Granada or something yeah. like that. And they, uh, CBS, I believe, reported that they took COVID nineteen vaccinated people first. Yeah, and that was like five percent of the population. Like sixteen thousand people would die or something like that if it was. Yeah, I I believe it was in Granada. Um, but but yeah, no, I I am I am pretty sure I saw that headline. Um, if not, then you know I stand corrected. Um, and I don't know if we mentioned something like this, but we mentioned. I know we mentioned something along the lines of them recording. Like if they come with a vaccine that that they're going to record who has it and who doesn't have it, I don't know that we you know. Said oh sure, that yeah, no, it was I, I, be I'm a sure s- or someone somewhere has a has a record, and yeah, if they do institute a passport, they have record of everyone who has one, and they'll just send you one, probably a digital one. Do you know or, how many? Do or you you'll have a website to go just sign in, and you like put whatever numbers on your vaccine card or whatever. Or do you know how many people said that they you know people like, they would never do that? They they can't do that. Well. You know, they called people six months ago. We, crazy. We, you, you and I both were like called crazy by people online for talking about this. And yeah. it's like, well, he, you know, here it is. It's just one of those things. And it's like, you know, I again, I'm all for if there's a vaccine available and people want to go get it and they they feel like that um, works for them, then cool. You know what I mean? Like that's the, um, you know, uh, power of prerogative. But, you know, I to stop the free um free use or stop the free travel at least domestically um uh for um you know especially americans that that just blows me away and and it's like and there's so many people that are just behind it they're like yeah no you need to get your passport man you need to be sure that you get your vaccine passport it's like how do you da, da, da. it's like people get their vaccine passports and like all of a sudden they're magically able to go do shit they couldn't do six months ago well yeah. hey guess what you fucking could yeah you know and, what i mean like and what what were we talking about i don't think it was last episode maybe it was i we skipped so now i don't know but we were talking about the nocebo effect yeah like, absolutely how like we've we brought up several examples of where the doctors were wrong in the diagnosis and yeah. almost killed the people because they didn't give them their proper medication that they needed. And, uh, and not only that, they, they were just they were just doom and gloom. Yeah, they were just telling them you're going to die. You're going to die. You're, this is yeah. You have the like your mind is that strong to where sure. it can it can heal heal or kill you. Yeah, and and that's why people tell you know think positive, do things um, that keep you. Um, in control of your anxiety um you know just just be a person that is always active eating well and thinking positively and for the most part 
those people normally don't get sick. Yeah. And there's times when people have cancer and, you know, the doctor tells them, well, you need radiation and this. And they say, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to eat a more alkaline diet. I'm going to yeah. um, stay on the greens. I'm going to exercise. I exercise and, regularly. Yeah. And, you know, they, they somehow come away with, with not dying from cancer. That yeah. Obviously doesn't happen for everybody. For sure. But, you know, um, it certainly, it, it certainly doesn't hurt. Right. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's one of those things where. Um, now, obviously, that's easier said than done. But like, yeah, at, at the end of the day, the um, the the choice to, you know, we, we we talk about this all the time, but we talk about ritual and we talked about it earlier. Magic, like like what is the key to ritual? What makes something ritual intention? Mm-hmm. And and if you're living like like, you know, a lot of people, unfortunately, um, you know, have to be given, you know, a, a can, you know, a cancer diagnosis or a, or something, you know, more cro- or something chronic or something major to to kind of be like, hey, you know, I am going to now do these things with the intention of being healthier or I am going to think about these things with this intention. And while you may not necessarily be doing voodoo in your bedroom, you're still taking action with intention and creating a result. And even mm-hmm. if that result is just a more positive mindset, then that in and of itself is going to get the kind of flow going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, on the, um, it was St. Vincent volcano. Only those vaccinated for COVID-19 can evacuate. The reason is because they're using cruise ships. So they're, <laughs> so if they put them on cruise, oh. and if they're not vaccinated, then we're going to have a cruise ship full of COVID-19 people again. And the, they don't have enough staff right now to even staff some of these cruise ships to evacuate them. Do you know what's interesting is that right before that happened, the cruise ship lines, except for Carnival Cruise, all came out and said that they're going to reopen, but they're not going to allow anybody on unless they have their COVID vaccines and they have to show their COVID cards. And it, it, the prime minister said it's because of the neighboring islands of Barbados, Grenada, Agneda, and St. Lucia. It's like, we're not taking people unless they're vaccinated. So basically, which are American tourists. So, uh, hmm. yeah. So St. Vincent, this from the Jerusalem post, um, April 11th, uh, 2021. So just, 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 just came out. Um, he, but, but, the prime minister is welling up with tears. He's like, they won't, uh, explain the cruise ships have volunteered to transport the islands residents and nearby Caribbean islands for shelter, but only vaccinated people can be allowed to board. The chief medical officer will be identifying the persons already vaccinated so they can get them on the ship. He told reporters they don't, the cruise ships don't have enough personnel to keep the people in the ships, um, but they can transport them. The decision does not appear to be his, but rather made by neighboring islands. The nation is home to a hundred thousand people. Last Thursday, country began to take precautions um, and ordered evacuation of home in northern parts of the island due to the possible risk that La Cifre could erupt if that's right someone <laughs> sent me a coupon for something uh, it's been dormant since 1979 with the last eruption causing 100 million in damages in 1902 an eruption killed over a thousand people jesus well this one's about to kill over 16,000. 15 or 16 i think right well and and it's like hopefully i mean that that just seems like such a weird thing to me it's like oh this volcano is going to kill all these people but like you know, they they clearly fear the virus more than they fear the volcano. They don't fear the virus; they fear re-election. Oh, I think, okay. in my opinion, I mean, yeah, you let all these people here. 
these people died. You made a bad decision. We're done with you. Yeah. This is the way America's being ran right now. That's a good yeah. point. That's and, a really and, good point. Yeah, they, and there is a lot of American influence in those in those areas. Yeah, no, I mean it's 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 weird. And, and and so, you know, in a in a practical application, yeah, like you said, in travel situations are making people show vaccine, you know, their vaccine cards. And it's like, you know, that just that seems so fucked up. But at the same time, you know, there are there are places that like um, you know, like like the voter ID thing is a big topic issue for coming out of Georgia. And, you know, it's like it's it's um it's a very sort of strange thing that like, you know, it's it, people have to jump through hoops to go, you know, like like it, it, or they're talking about you either have to go get stabbed with a vaccine that you know nothing about and you're kind of just trusting in to be able to go do anything, but in order to vote you know, you, you, you know, you can't, they're saying it's people, it's too much trouble to go to the BMV and put, verify who you are. You know what I mean? Like, like they're, they're okay with people being required to get a vaccine, but they're not cool with people going to sit in the DMV to get, you know, an ID card. And it's, it's just like a weird sort of, where's this double standard coming from? Yeah. They're also okay with people sitting down in restaurants once they come in. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's 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 all very very strange and like thank god the mask mandates lifted here. I mean, I had you know I wore my mask in the moments I needed to, but like, you know, it's yeah. it's one of those things that and I see a lot of people still wearing them and if they that makes you feel comfortable then cool. All right, fine, but like, you know, but that's the, don't look at me. <laughs> that's the irony behind it as well. Like, yeah, but a lot of companies are still required. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's like, the crappy part. Yeah, I was just in Lowe's, and there were people in Lowe's. There were some that had it, and some that didn't have it. This was in Noblesville. Um, it's it's just weird because like they they make the like they give it a date, but but you know there's no date on the end of COVID. Yeah. So yeah, but for once sure. again, it's afraid of being. Hey, we didn't make we we were the first company to say you don't have to wear a mask. Four employees die from it. You sue, right? Yeah, right. And that, that's, yeah. it's all about being held liable for something that you have no control over. Yeah, yeah. And I think that whole mask mandate happened because I think they wanted it to make it seem like, hey, the U.S. doesn't have anything to do with this. Now it's on to the counties. Yeah. Now you states deal with it, and then the states say, well, you counties deal with it. Yeah. And then the counties are the bad guys because they're the ones that do it or don't do well, it. Well, and I, that was kind of a double edged thing. Like, like there was definitely that side of it, but also like you can't put down the same restrictions for L.A. and New York that you can for like sure. Midwestern Kansas. Right, um, right. Well, so, they're not going to listen anyways. They don't. <laughs> yeah, but 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 if you were to ask, you know, it, it would just it would be a federal overreach in in my opinion. And that was like one of the few things that I thought the Trump administration did relatively well during the whole COVID thing is they let a lot of states handle it. You know, locally sure. now some of those states fucked up royally, like California's even. Like they've lost all in every part of their entertainment sector, yeah. almost. Um, I mean, there's still a part that'll never leave Hollywood, but you know, a lot of a lot of things have uh, have really died out there. I mean, I we even heard Tom we heard Tom Segura earlier talking about how he's moving to Austin, and he's just yeah. like he said, there's just trash all over the sides of the road. Like there's just there's just stuff that you know he never saw in 20 years of living in L.A. That is just you know people just don't care about it anymore. And it's like, you know, you hate to see that happen, but you know, the, the, the state didn't even try to adjust. The state didn't even try to let the people determine what was best for them. The state just kind of took over everyone's life and was said, well, here's your, here's what you can't do now. Everything. Yeah. It's like, fuck. You know, you know, before we go, uh, on our, on our trip, 
um, in Key West. We had a drive there and back. And um, on our drive back, my buddy was telling me about, um, have you heard of Celebration Florida? Mm-mm. That is a city that um, Walt Disney owned. And oh, I, I've heard of a city that Walt Disney owned. I didn't, guess I didn't know that it was it's called, called Celebration, Celebration Florida. Florida. That's kind of fucked. In the Orlando area. Um, like he, he basically went to them. He, he bought all the swamp land. And um, he said um, he basically went to the, the, the city of Orlando and said, hey, I'm going to put this amazing theme park in here. And I'm going to bring in all this tourism. And I'm going to buy this city. And you guys aren't going to touch me. You guys aren't going to do anything. There's no cops. Yep. Um, there's no like, um, like okay. So the so 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 celebration is ran by um, Disney workers, and well, Disney was is the same way, right? Yeah. So he bought that one, and then we didn't we talk, uh, didn't we talk about this? We we kind of talked about Disneyland and how like the CIA helped him acquire the land and whatnot. Yeah. No, but like so they try to create their own utopia, and then he also tried to create their own house the same way with Celebration, right? Right. Where basically it's their their, their own zip code, their own schools, their own. Yep. Um, they were even trying to. They basically it was almost like yeah we talked about it was almost like a um in in tra- entrapment can- or yeah, uh, it was like, like it a was, mining town kind yeah, of thing? mining town it was like a dystopian type yeah, of yeah. type of town well, it was all yeah. disney shit so they there's, were almost gonna have their own money and then yes yeah. there's there was no law enforcement um everyone Great basically it. i just watched it oh, oh what, what's it called uh, I, I sent it to you i thought it messenger oh I have I'll to have to, this is like three two or three months ago Okay. This dude has I'll so many check. unread messages. Do, it I, gives I, me anxiety when I'm, I look at his phone. I'm, he pulls I'm his phone great. up. He's got like 8,000 unread emails. It's like, what the fuck? When I got to the hospital, I was just like, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did it all in one day. But, yeah. but, I, but I brought it up because I thought it was interesting how Disney can just start this entire town. And there were, I think, 7,000 people that lived in it up until the time. Um, like, cops from Orlando could not go onto the premises of Celebration. Like, um, that just changed about 10 years ago. I think yeah. Disney, the, they got rid of it, and it is now a town itself. Um, and they they now have a governor and, and, and all that. But um, but it was just, it's just crazy because it, 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 like, how the whole thing started is similar to what they're kind of pushing on the entire nation. And that's what's scary. The smart city. Oh yeah, the, and and that's and you know when when we we talk about conspiracy all the time, like that whole Disney starting the whole like um you know and, and even the way Disney World operates now with the whole like everything is internal, super you, secret. You, you pay for it. Well, I well not just that, but like you go to Disney World, you don't go around handing someone dollars for things you scan your card that charges an account yes. that, that that you know you you pay for some shit so yes. like so like there's no cash floating around disney world it's all its own autonomous pay system that at the end you that, that like you're either running off credits you prepaid or like whatever and it's like um like that whole idea like that's all the the practice for these smart cities that Amazon's working on, like like where you go around and if you pick up a pack of gum from a grocery store, you yep. don't you, you you don't have to steal it. It just deducts your Amazon or PayPal account. That's that's what I was bringing up uh, uh, prior so, prior so, to the show, the AlexNet stuff. Yeah, yeah. celebration is actually no longer part of Disney. 
Yeah, no, Dope. it was like ten. It was like ten years ago. Is it, well, they just got rid of the golf course and something else, but they finally just got rid of it. But they still like own, the last bits of it. Well, they still own commercial parcels near I four on Celebration Boulevard. Gotcha. Um, uh, their market potential buyers and stuff like that. So damn. I mean, they must have concluded their experiment. I mean, right. like, like it's it it's nuts. And the um, thing about a broke state though. Think about California's broke right now. Exactly. Yeah. That's and, that's why and I brought then Amazon's it. like, bro, your yes. taxes are really high. We can't be here. All right. Elon so. Musk said the same thing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they bring in like it like, hey, let's try this town. Yeah. But and then let's give uh bus tickets to the homeless people again, yeah, which is a true sure. story. Yeah. Yes. Um I think we talked about it. There's so many shows running. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. talked about it on Smugcast too. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. And they, then, they they sent a lot of them to Skid Row in LA. And they, and then a lot of them came back to Indiana. They're like, Well, do you know any family anywhere? And they're like, Hey, here's a ticket to Indiana, one way ticket, and they just show up downtown and they yeah. never found anybody. Well, and here's the thing, what happened to our hometown? It yeah. was a great industrial town. Every, like it was booming. People were there, and they take all the um, job, the job um, factories. They they take all those yeah. out, and and that that town just goes. To I shit. used to have two that's stores a, there. I that's, know, I got one. That's yeah. essentially what they're doing to California, and, and I don't know that it maybe doesn't need to be done. I'm just saying, yeah. like they're taking everything out. People who are important that are keeping this place alive as far as entertainment they're all leaving like you said you know companies are going to directly in response to the government the yeah. government won't allow them to do their shit and so they're like fuck you we're leaving like yeah. like that's and what that's the power of the american business owner yep. is you know i don't like your state i'm going to another state that's what keeps the competition there and then you're not doing anything with the homeless and rich don't want to see the homeless yeah i mean let's just be honest well they supposedly don't. they're supposed to have a super bowl in a year mm -hmm. right like that like they're supposed to get next year super bowl right yeah so and so and one of the you big know wrestlemanias too out there too because yeah. of the new stadiums absolutely yep. so you know that they're going to clean shit up by then who knows how the hell that's going to happen um but hunger, uh, games. hunger games literally homeless games homeless games the, and now um, in the state of california we got the homeless games yeah Make it's good it's, there's gonna be a big bum fights tournament i don't know chuck he got his arm chewed off in the last fight and he's still going i yeah I can't go against Bob here. Yeah. That'd be great to commentate. <laughs> oh, man. I think Bob's a zombie at this point. He's just running around chewing arms off. Who yeah. knows what's going to happen next? Now, well, he did get the vaccine at the end of 2021, Bob. Oh, he my God. Look at this guy running and shitting at the same time. It's like a, it's like something that's keeping him running. Just he running a, with a run. He is up for a new 20 by 20 tarp if he does win this. <laughs> he is very excited. Yeah, and a sleeping bag. You know, it looks like our good friends over at Coleman have found a sleeping sleeping bag that someone died in but they cleaned it up <laughs> we like to thank our sponsors uh campers world and dick sporting goods yes absolutely <laughs> absolutely and wipes. yeah and lysol wipes and uh Don't also Monsanto. yes and, and exactly <laughs> and supreme and, ruler dwayne johnson thank you yeah yeah for sure did you see his post yeah fucking I'm, saying that he might be president essentially dude we're going right whoever. into idiocracy it's yeah. it's it's heading it's heading right there he's successful yeah i mean he's successful but that's the whole point of idiocracy i don't know that like nice looking were, mixed race you know but movie star. Business, movie star uh he's yeah. part owner of a football league i mean i mean oof, football league and trump uh trump vodka uh, yeah uh, dwayne johnson tequila yeah, yeah absolutely for sure yeah it lines up lines yeah up yeah he he could be he could be he, yeah he could be the other side of the trump card you know, you know what i mean i mean 
Oh, Who knows? But uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. We're going to go ahead and wrap things up, y'all. Thanks for hanging with us. Uh, we're going out to an album that uh, won a Grammy this year, and uh, um, I've recently just can't stop listening to it. Freddie this, Gibbs? Yeah, this is Freddie Gibbs off his Alfredo record. Um, this is Scotty Beam with The Alchemist featuring Rick Ross. That is a badass car.